You received a call from an inmate at the Department of Corrections. This call will be recorded and monitored if you wish to block any future calls of this nature. Dial 7 now to accept this call. Press 5 now to decline this call. Hang up. Well, hello, Katie. I don't think I've heard from you before. Oh, wow. When did this come down? Oh, jeez, man. So she's in county? On her way, huh? Wow, that that's fast. She didn't even have a chance to call me. Okay, hey, look. I, I, I know things are hectic over there. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, thanks for the call. and I'll definitely keep you posted. And that information is just overwhelming. Okay, you have a good day too. Talk to you later. All right, bye. Welcome to AQS Inmate Call. I am your host, Joel Wilborn. And that is a recreation of a call that I received not very long ago. And uh, it's the first time a person called me. And she was telling me that my fiance, who was uh, diagnosed with terminal cancer, was being transferred over to the county jail where she was arrested. And uh, she's up for clemency. Now, Katie is telling me that uh, my fiance is going to be released. So, uh, had to be prepared, you know, to go down and take her some clothes and, and get her out of the, the local jail. And, uh, you know, considering this just happened, it's one of those things where I fight the DOC continuously, up, down, left, right, over, under. And it's because the folks aren't doing what they're supposed to do. One of the, the underlying requirements that we all have, whether we're loved ones or whether they're the incarcerated people, is when the DOC doesn't follow its own policies and doesn't follow the law. There really is no reason not to follow these policies. You have to think about it. If you create this law and you create this policy, you want other people to follow it and you want to follow it yourself. Set a good example. To me, that's very simple. It's easy for me to follow the policy, but for some reason it's very difficult for uh, prison officials to follow it, or even the justice system in some cases. Yet we have a very good, you know, in general, in the, across the United States, we have a really good justice system and a really good uh, penal system. It's just that every once in a while, somebody just kind of messes things up. And in this particular case, I'm not going to say this is a good thing because it worked to my favor. I'm just going to say that somebody somewhere paid attention. Somebody followed the law. Somebody looked at the situation 
and made a determination that keeping her in prison for the remainder of her sentence is only going to cause more hardship. And so she goes to the county courthouse for a hearing to be resentenced. And in her particular case, she was sentenced for longer than what she'd already served. So they did an immediate release. And I picked her up and brought her home and I was very happy. And I like very much to uh, report good stuff that happens. And it doesn't happen very often, unfortunately. That's why we have prison reformers. But in this particular case, something was done right. And I do get to say that once in a while. And it's a good feeling. And I'm not going to really go out and say I take a lot of credit for anything. It's like, you know, pounding on the door and, and uh, causing a ruckus is going to get some attention, which is going to force people to follow the rules. That's really not the case in every situation. In some cases, it does work. And in some cases, the people just do what they're paid to do. I'm not really sure in this situation what prompted this. I do know my fiancé was really trying hard to get clemency. And she was really trying to uh, get them to follow the the law. And I'm sure with this kind of uh, reminder out there and this kind of push, it's easy to to turn to doing the right thing. So I receive a call, let me know that she's on her way, and then I'm able to get her, and she's able to get on JPay and contact all her friends, and, and she's able to uh, call her family and visit her, her kids, and it's nice. It's a really nice feeling that she's able to do this and take one big burden off of her. You know, if you're if you have a terminal illness, Stress is the last thing you want in your life. And even family members and people who are really close loved ones and friends, they want this person to be as comfortable as possible. You know, so if a, if a son finds out his mother has cancer and then runs away from home, it could cause undue stress for him. And a good, loving, caring son, somebody who wants to help his mother, will put aside his his differences, uh, you know, maybe not necessarily forget any bad feelings from the past, but will at least put that stuff to the side to work toward helping the healing process mentally, physically and in a prison that's one of the things we have a problem with these people have this trauma going in trauma with the way they're treated and then they have this trauma of this disease, cancer's devastating and the family's not happy Uh, a lot of times the doctors aren't pleased with the way they're being treated 
and it just causes more problems than it's worth and every state wants people who are incarcerated to be treated fairly now they don't deserve the the best treatment in the world this is not a five star hotel they do deserve humane treatment proper medical care uh, if they have any uh, legitimate grievances you know maybe there's uh, mold in the the, the cell the prison cell or maybe there's uh, contaminated food you know these are legitimate concerns because incarcerated people aren't supposed to be treated like that legally yet if they're uh, getting up too early in the morning and working long hours and not getting enough sleep because of uh, you know riots and, and disturbances caused by other incarcerated people we can just take that 50/50 because it's really hard to to say we need to keep a peaceful environment when you're locked up in prison and that's one of the first things i say to folks you know you're, yeah i know this is bad and you feel terrible about the way things are going in there but you you did commit a crime and you did get locked up and you can't really expect any decent uh living situations until you get out and work for it for one thing so you know that that aside there health especially with a terminal illness or one that is just you know debilitating like maybe a person is bedridden or just has uh, terrible symptoms it's like high fever or sweat sweating you know these things need to have immediate attention and they need to get a, a qualified people to, to to work out or work for them on that and for me a terminal illness is a game changer i can't see a situation out there where a person who is dying needs to be treated exactly like somebody who is healthy without any medical concerns maybe special visits maybe um uh, a chance to uh go out on um ankle monitor or something and we could talk to doctors and and the prosecutors and the, and um maybe um special committee pe- members or something like parole boards or something and um just make a case by case basis on this and i've seen situations where people die in prison that could have been prevented and i've seen cases where people went in healthy and came out in far worse shape maybe a severe burn to their face or something that happened in the prison and you know i i i, I have my uh, mixed feelings about people who commit crimes i just don't think they should be treated like that though because what does it say about us as a society this person goes out and steals a car and then we throw them in a, a moldy room or they're uh 
medical care is so bad that they develop a terminal illness. What's that say about America? What does that say about the prison system? What does that say about humanity? Despite what they did, we have to treat them all as human beings and all with respect. And we need to follow the law. Everybody does. And this is just one of those things where I'll say kudos to the penal system, kudos to the justice system, and kudos to my fiance who didn't give up. This is a good result, and I'm happy to say something nice finally came out of all of this uh, misery. So,、uh, you know, and there are some folks in there that deserve to be, and they're going through some,、uh, you know, psychological trauma right now. There's just things that's not sitting right with them, and. They would like to vent, or they would like to explain their side of the story, or they just want to be heard for whatever reason. And if you go to my YouTube channel, look up Joel Wilborn, and go to Oxyword, take a look at some of the stories some of these folks are saying, and possibly reach out. You could make a world of difference. This person could get out, be so inspired, talk to family members or friends, and somebody in the crowd could be turned away from committing a crime. You won't know until you try. So, thanks for tuning in. Have yourself a wonderful day, and go out and make some wonderful memories for tomorrow.